Happy Friday, Holy Family. This is Zach Zexer, your Chief Administrator, and I'm recording about a quarter after four on Friday, November 13. Yes, it is Friday the 13th, but we're not scared because we're joined by two awesome first grade teachers today. We're going to have a nice conversation with them. We'll play a little word up. First, we'll get to your newsletter. Hey, it's Friday the 13th. Let's go. This is the Positively Family Podcast, where our mission is twofold. First, it is to provide the Holy Family Happenings Friday weekly newsletter for our families and community in the easiest possible way for them to receive, enjoy, learn from, and digest. And two, so that you can get to know us and we can become even more of a family. So let's get first right into the newsletter. Let's hit the buzz. So in principally speaking, what I say to folks is just, well, first, uh, I had sent out a, a couple of emails this week just knowing that Cedar Rapids had uh, closed down for you know digital learning, and the question naturally came then, is Holy Family, you know, are the Xavier schools closing down and going digital as well? Um, we don't have any to do that right now. And uh, I just heard back from so many people. I think I got about 20 emails in two days, um, largely just thanking our staff and saying they really appreciate what everyone has done to make this a safe and positive place for the kids to learn and grow and develop. So it was just fantastic to hear that. So what I want to say back to everybody, uh, it's like the old adage, you know, when you're at a restaurant or whatever it is, they always say, um, if there's something that you wish we would do better, please tell us. If there's something that you love about us, please tell everyone else. Uh, so right down at the bottom of the newsletter, there are buttons for things like uh, the Facebook review and the Google review. Um, I also want people to send me little cute little short videos. Um, I said cute because I was thinking of this uh, third grader, Mary, who sent us an, uh, no, is she a third grader? Yeah, she's a third grader, uh, who sent me an adorable little video uh, of her talking about why she likes Holy Family. So I'm looking for alumni, staff, parents, students, um, so if you're listening to this, I would love it if you would just on your phone record a short little uh, blurb about what you love about Holy Family, short and sweet, name one thing you love, and then email it to me. So Google uh, um, reviews and Facebook reviews, uh, what we call the Holy Family Half a Minute, those little recording reviews, uh, anything you can do to help spread the word is really, really appreciated because as COVID uh, eventually is going to pass, we need to um, be ready to get back to what we were doing um, in terms of enrollment uh, to sustain how well we, we live our mission here. So that's going to be an important piece. So that's the, the principally speaking. Then in the Holy Family news, we are doing a, a drive like we usually do called the Holy Family Sharing Our Gifts Thanksgiving Food Drive. So next week, the 16th to the 20th, we're going to be supporting MCO or Metro Catholic Outreach. And each day, we have identified a specific thing to bring in. So our student council at LaSalle identified the items needed. They are toiletries, cake and cookie mixes, helper meals like hamburger helper, tuna helper, uh, jelly, potato items. So each day there's a different specific item. And then any kiddo who brings in at least three items during the week, um, so it could be one item a day for three days or... Um, three items on one day, what have you, then uh, that kiddo would get an out-of-uniform pass for the following Tuesday before we leave for break, and that will support MCO. Super important, so thank you for helping us do that. 
And then I did, uh, we did again share the online learning clarifications. Please take a look at that. I get that question a lot um, about, you know, what's expected, what's okay, what should we do um, if we're going to have our kids at home learning online. So please take a look at that. It's just a paragraph, and I think it cleans up or clarifies a lot of what people are wondering. There's some news from uh, the Parent Association um, thanking the staff for all they do because they are awesome. So Friday, November 20th, next Friday, there's going to be snacks and drinks for the staff in our respective uh, staff lounges. So there is a sign-up genius for LaSalle and one for St. Jude so that you can sign up and those should be delivered by 9 a.m. Friday morning, both buildings. And we're also going to be doing a cinnamon roll sale. If you remember that day last year when <laughs> there was crazy weather and kids had to be picked up and we were supposed to have um, the soup supper that night, so we had just a, a huge load of cinnamon rolls and we sold those at five bucks a pop and we sold out in a hurry and people really liked them. So we're actually gonna sell those on Tuesday, November 24th. They'll be, um, you can pick them up. They're gonna be five bucks for four cinnamon rolls, same as they were last year, and that money supports the school. So Parent Association is hosting that. We could use some volunteers to help with that. Everybody, every parent at Holy Family is on the PA, so anyone can help. Um, so you can click on the Sign Up Genius link that is there in the newsletter. Then I did leave Kevin Brennan up. I'll leave him up uh, probably two weeks in a row every month so you can hear him talk about above and below the line. So this month we've been working on different tools um, for the kids. It's really all about metacognition, which means thinking about your thinking. And so we want everyone to understand when their thinking is or is not working in their best interest. So they have that skill. And then uh, I'm in a room, for example, so with the eighth graders that I work with, we were talking about um, different tools called like submarines, trampolines, parking lot, indicators, invitations, all kinds of just different little skills that we're working on um, to help the kids be the best version of themselves. Do remember to turn in your Cedar Rapids Community School District busing reimbursement form. This is pretty much for just about everybody. If you are supposed to get bused this year, if you live within the Cedar Rapids District area that would have been bused and you aren't getting bused, uh, you can get a reimbursement check from Cedar Rapids School. So make sure you turn that in. There was an email on October 1st and another one on November 5th giving that information with more details. And thanks uh, to Mike Schmidt for, to, for volunteering to help uh, with our bus and maintenance. We really appreciate you doing that with us. Then the steam engine fundraiser is going to wrap up pretty soon here. We started this last week. Thanks to everybody who completed the golden ticket. There were a ton. That was the number one way to help us uh, with fundraising. You can still collect donations until the fundraiser ends on November 19th. Checks made payable to Holy Family. And please uh, make this our best fundraiser yet. It's been really, really slick so far. So thanks for that. There's also a script update. The holidays are coming, so you know use script to buy your gift cards. Uh, the holidays are right around the corner. You gotta do that. Um, November 19 and 20, there will be a Thanks Scripting Day where they offer bonus rebates. And next orders are November 16th, 7th, uh, December 7th, and December 14th. Then Amazon Smile, we've left that in there for a few weeks. It's just the easiest thing in the world to do. I did it myself. I went in and I was able to change my donor recipient. Um, Honestly, it was from the last school where I was a principal a few years ago. Uh, it, it took me 30 seconds. I went back in there and just to check and make sure. Sure enough, if you want to switch, it's very, very, very simple. You go to smile.amazon.com uh, on your web browser to activate Amazon Smile. Um, or just go to your Amazon shopping app if you already have that on a phone. And um, it's really, really easy to tweak. Then in the LaSalle Middle School news, uh, the 8th grade Discover Xavier event has been moved to an online format. It's going to be done during the school day, Tuesday, November 24. 
10.30 a.m. until noon. So they're going to log on here at school and attend that virtually with us at school. Then 7th graders are going to have a renewal day uh, with Miss Kilberg. If you've heard anything about the work she's doing and the renewal days and retreats, phenomenal work. Beautiful things are happening. The spirit is moving through those events. Uh, so that is going to be coming up on Tuesday, November 24th for 7th graders. They're, they're going to be exploring their identity as sons and daughters of God and reconnect with their classmates at the same time. It is an out-of-uniform day for 7th graders, um, and there's no cost for them to do that. Mask wearing, cohort separation, and such are still going to be in place to keep it really safe. But, of course, it's going to be really positive and faith-filled. There is a parent letter that was sent home with 7th graders, and you can reach out to Ms. Kilberg for more info. Her email is lkilberg at holyfamilycr.org. St. Jude only put one piece in here for you this week, and it was the same as last week. Reminders about masks and cold weather clothes. We do want the masks to fit properly, or else they don't work. If they slip below the nose or something, they just don't really work. Then as far as Xavier and the community, uh, the give to Xavier... Um, make a difference i'm sorry the xavier foundation launches their xavier impact fund to make a difference and change lives through catholic education um, and they have different buckets there different goals um, so there's great ways to give uh, and support xavier because uh, there's no place um, you know i frankly would rather have my high school kids be than there so supporting them is a great thing for you to do the three buckets are uh, family family financial aid a teacher endowment and uh, faith and academics of course um, so you can uh, find out more. You can give at XavierSaints.org slash impact. And that's pretty much it for the buzz. I'm really excited for you to hear us uh, have a conversation now as I welcome in our two first grade teachers, Mrs. Jen Russell and Mrs. Angie Horstman. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope. All right, well, folks, as promised, I'm joined today on this awesome, isn't it awesome out? Holy cow. Uh, this awesome fall afternoon uh, with our two first grade teachers, Jen Russell and Angie Horseman. Thanks for joining me today. This will be fun, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to it. I like, I don't know, I like having um, grade level teams on or like the counselors. I kind of like having, I don't know, it's a little bit different. So hopefully you at home will enjoy this. And I should have thought of a way to get to the first grade kiddos and say, hey, your teachers are going to be on the radio tonight so they can tell parents. But hopefully a bunch of first grade parents are, are tuned into this. We'll put it on, on Facebook and give a little shout to first grade so they know to tune in. Um, but you guys are a cool team. And um, you just moved last year down to uh, the new wing when we kind of moved everything around, as it were. Um, and so um, that's today. But let's just back up and maybe just kind of go... Back and forth, back and forth. Who was the, um, or what was your like, first start here at Holy Family? Was it when you started teaching here? Or do you have, you know, what, what was your first connection with one of our parishes or schools or whatever? Whoever wants to go first. Okay. Um, I actually came and did a practicum student teaching with Angie. And oh, crazy. <laughs> did but Jamie knew that when she was making the moves? No. Really? Whoa! So like a thirty-hour clinical or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! So for listeners, like part of kind of the standard in most states, when you become a teacher, you do like a. Usually, there's like three things. You do like a thirty-hour or forty-hour clinical, and yeah, Angie's nodding like you probably did something similar, right? And I did, and then like a one hundred-hour clinical where you actually kind of do some teaching, and then student teaching where you're in the same classroom usually for, or maybe now they split them sometimes into two, but a semester-long kind of immersion into. School. And I'm really glad we have we have another clinical student coming. I can't keep them straight anymore. One's going to be coming in art. 
um, pretty soon. We had two student teachers this fall already. So you were doing your like 30 hour, your initial mm, clinical, yep. and Angie was your, I call it master teacher, I don't know what. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so you, that was at? That was here. At St. Jude. But I worked with her before that when I taught preschool out at Prairie. Mm-hmm. Like the universe wants you guys to be <laughs> friends. That's awesome. Do, do people know this? I had no idea about this. Uh, some, some people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so you worked at a preschool mm, in I town. preschool, yep. So, okay, so that was you guys knew each other. Yeah. And then you first started, well, so you first started here, I guess, technically, when you did your clinical. Yeah. Um, and then teaching, was that your next? Yeah, that was my next. So, so you must have had a pretty positive experience then yeah. with your clinical, thinking I would apply back at yeah. St. Jude. That's yeah. cool. Uh, okay, so then when did you start teaching here? I should know this part. 2014, I think. Okay. This is my seventh year here. Okay, and you've done pre- just preschool and first grade? Preschool and first grade. And this is your second year in first grade? The second year in first grade. Okay, so yeah, last year, everything moved around. You yeah. stayed put, right? Yes. You were, you've been first grade for a while. So Jen moved into first grade last year mm-hmm. okay and then what's your history what's your timeline with holy family holy family this is my 15th year okay teaching of teaching with holy family but you guys are one of the parishes too right i belong to no. st wins oh okay yeah. okay got it, got it got it did you know that um in lasalle since we cohorted the kids this year and made them like stay put all day long we tried to like flavor it up a little bit with some catholicity and there's like a classroom named st wenceslas oh no I didn't and you know that. which teacher got it Jolly old St. Wenceslas. Uh, isn't that, isn't that they call him? Jolly old? That's Jolly old St. Nicholas. What's the St. Wenceslas Christmas song? There's one. Anyway, Sarah Johnson got it because she's obsessed oh, with Christmas. Gotcha. Okay, so you've been teaching her 15 years? 15 years. So I started at St. Ludo Miller's uh-huh. kindergarten. Okay. Taught there one year, and then that's when they did the first switch, where they switched kindergarten first and second. Okay over here and third and fourth grade was over at St. Louis Mellis. Got it. And when she says over here, I think you know we're at St. Oh, Jude. Right. But yeah. just, um, yeah, we're, we're in, we're in uh, hi Heather, we're in Heather Williams' office um, where I, I'm, I've been hanging out a lot lately. Um, yeah, so we try to get around a little bit, but we're back here at St. Jude. Okay, so you did one year at kindergarten at St. Ludamilla. Then I moved over here to St. Jude's and taught, ki- or first grade. Or at St. Jude Mellis, as I call it. Yeah, first grade. <laughs> And then sometime while I was over here, I did switch back to kindergarten for one year here, and then back to first grade. So K1, K1. Yeah. And is is that kind of your jam, the youngest? Yes. Is that yours too? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Keep me away from middle schoolers? No, yeah. I taught third grade. Oh, you have? But not um, here? No, in Kansas when I first started. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think that answered my next question, too. You two have been teaching together for two years. Well, a little a year and a quarter, I guess. Um, did it feel like a rhythm last year? I mean, COVID just destroys any rhythm we have. But, like, I don't know. Did you figure out kind of, oh, I'm strong in this. I don't like that. You can help me with that. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Can you, can you guys name what, I don't know, like, could, could you describe it or give a, illustrate? Technology. Yeah. Yeah, helped yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay, and That's you got a, you got one of the bright links in your yeah, room. I, I know there was a, that was kind of a headache getting it moved on and stuff, but it's there now. It's, it's working up. now. It's Good. Up. Actually, who uh, was it? Xavier. Some high school just asked me, "Hey, what are the systems you just put in?" Or was it? It could have been a former colleague in the cities. I can't remember. But yeah, I think bright links are bomb. I think they're way better than anything else. Um, I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, I love walking down your hallway. I mean, I. I I thought initially, and Jamie and I had a lot of conversations about how we were going to make the switches, um, and one of the things I, did, I didn't like um, was 
just having one grade down there. But it feels so cozy to me now. Just like, oh, it's just first grade. It's just like a nice little quiet. Uh, and the, you know, the, the two, three, four wing is great, but it's just like so many classrooms. I don't know. It's just different. So I like the coziness of the, of the first grade window. Um, uh, could you tell us, um, this is a little bit more personal, I guess, why you got into teaching? must be something about little kids because you guys both said little, little kids are your jam. But what about teaching? I mean, did you make the decision in college? Did you know before that? Or what was the... <laughs> Angie's yeah. laughing. No, I actually graduated in college with a social work degree. Oh, wow. So I thought I wanted to go that route. You just like to help people. Yeah. <laughs> and my older sister was a social worker, so I thought I wanted to be like her. But okay. the funny thing about it is my parents told me to go into education. No kidding. But I decided to go social work. Okay. So I graduated with that degree, started working preschools and daycares, and knew that teaching was my vibe. So. Oh, okay. But then I had to wait. I got married, and then I had to wait for my husband to get a full-time job. <laughs> Come on, he Brad. Was in, he was in school, <laughs> grad school, getting his okay. PhD. So I don't have a PhD. He was. He's was close to a PhD. He was okay. working on one. Okay. Yeah. And so when he got a full-time coaching job in Kansas, uh -huh. I went back to school and got my education degree. Okay, got it. Okay, so it's kind of a kind of a come around, but it was always about helping people. Yeah, it seems like yes. the kind of the. Um, okay, so I'm just going to stay here for a second. So you got into teaching because you wanted to help people, and then you figured out that teaching had, like you said, the vibe that right. was the right flavor. Yeah. Um, why are you still teaching? Because I've been doing it 15 years, and it's hard, and it doesn't pay well. Sorry, um, and it's. I mean, the. It's the kids. I love working with the kids. Okay. It's first grade, you see the growth. They come right. in. And they just grow. Yeah. Their reading takes off, their math skills, their ah. personalities, and they really grow a lot in first grade. For sure. And they still think you're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> the teacher still rules. <laughs> I, w I was reading the giant the other day, like talking about the growth thing. Um, he gets those Dolly Parton books, you know, in the in the mail. Um, so we were reading one, and like the word "go" was in there. And actually, teachers here have been telling me how much Johnny likes seeing words on the wall, and he'll ask him what word words there are when he sees them. And I was like, all right, we're definitely gonna lean into that more because he hadn't been doing that at home. Um, but it was just the word "go." And even in the text, it said, it says G-O and whatever. And so I was like, Johnny, you want to sound that out? And so we sounded it out. His face, like, exploded when he was able to put together a gut and O. <laughs> and then I made the mistake of trying. It was bedtime. We were reading before bed. And he was tired. I was trying to get him to spell or to sound out S-T-O-P. Four is not two more than two. It's like <laughs> so much more than two. So he was so frustrated. He's like, Dad, can we just stop? I was like, oh, you're so close. Um, but. We did not. We went to bed instead. Um, anyway, yeah, tons of growth in first grade. Just tons. Um, yeah, that's what they say. They say, like, um, the difference between uh, a poor or mediocre teacher and a strong teacher can be, like, four years um, of, like, a classroom because they say they're supposed to grow X amount. Well, they can only grow, like, half that much with a poor teacher, right? Or if they have a really good teacher, they could double that amount. So I think that's just so – you can totally see that in first grade. There's so much growth. Why did you get into teaching, Jen? The basic, you know, love kids and wanting to help them grow in their education. I started with a AA in early childhood education. Okay. That's why and how I worked with Angie the first time um, teaching right. preschool. And then I had an opportunity to go back and get, I get a grant and they paid for my BA. What? Yeah. <laughs> to get my teaching license. <laughs> you figured it out. Uh -huh. You son of a gun. <laughs> yep. And then um, stayed and that's why I just love that their curiosity and their desire to learn and want to grow. 
Well, and that's the thing. Right? We've had PD on how to help kids be curious. They At the younger age, their brains are a little bit more programmed for that, right? Um, curiosity, and then you get to have the fun job of sustaining it rather than having to... Yeah. Yeah, so you guys set them on fire for, for the folks who teach the older kids. What do you think is the best part of teaching first grade? I mean, we've kind of already tip, tipped on it a little bit, but I don't know. I think they're they're desired. They still want to learn. They still want to grow, and they, they challenge themselves. I can put it for, in front of them, and they just take off with it. I like the reading part of it. Reading the, especially? Yeah, the growth of their reading. Because of the growth? Yeah. yeah. They come in, they think they can't read because they're not reading full mm-hmm. line sentences, but they're reading words yeah. and recognizing words, and then that turns into sentences, and then they're reading books. Yeah. And it's the light bulb goes off, and yeah, it's, it's really You can fun. almost see the, <laughs> the yeah. light bulb like, ah! Um, I forgot I was gonna ask. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'm curious, um, and we're gonna play a game here in a second, uh, but what would you guys say about each other um, is the thing that your first grade partner does the best? Anybody can go first. So, Angie, what do you think Jen does best? Jen, what do you think Angie's really good at? I think she, the technology. I can go to her for technology questions and how to do things. So yeah. that makes it easy. Angie helps me a lot with the understanding and, like, the challenges. Because Common Core math is not something I grew up with. And yeah. I just handed the curriculum and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> help me. Well, it's, <laughs> so yeah, it's always helps, Um, Push me forward and, like, gives me it's it's just a strategy don't worry about it you know keep moving it'll be okay she that confidence and that encouragement that sounds like really good advice yeah yeah that's really good um well that's that's fun i hope especially for the first grade parents but i hope for everybody you guys appreciate i mean it's interesting i feel like for a lot of parents um not necessarily our parents because our parents are heads up folks for the most i mean our, our parents are heads up. Um, I think a lot of parents, they start to get concerned about their kid's education, I don't know, when they're like 18. <laughs> um, and they really focus on, I don't know, a couple of subjects. Um, I think what a lot of people miss is the development that happens at the youngest ages and how critical it is, uh, early childhood um, in, the, in the first grades. Um, so uh, I hope our parents got enjoyed getting to know you a little bit, and I hope you enjoyed sharing yourselves a little bit. Uh, how about we play, uh, how about we play a game? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you have no choice. Um, this one is really just super, super simple. You can't get it wrong. Um, although, funnily enough, um, I've had people say like they felt like they gave the wrong answer. But I want to play a word association game that we like to call Word Up. So it's really simple. I say a word or a short phrase, whatever, and then you give me your first response. I'm going to point because otherwise I can totally see you two just cheating and making the other person go first. So you have half a second to think. So I'm going to go kind of back and forth. So the game is word up, word association. What comes to mind when I say word? Oh, fashion man, Ms. Russell. Sight word. This is not classroom where you give wait time of six seconds. No, no, no. Okay, word. Sight? Like a sight word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to give one word responses. <laughs> you can... Okay. Woo! Word. Short. Up. Down. Cut down. 
Yeah, and, and this. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and um, I know, like in first grade, the kids are like, you know, hey, what's your favorite color? Whatever, kid raises his hand because they want to say blue. And this, oh, someone else said blue. Like, he took my answer. No, no, blue is still a valid response to your favorite color. Um, uh, okay, uh, COVID. Yuck! Don't like. Yeah. Uh, holy. Cow. <laughs> Family. <laughs> I inter- uh, a friend of mine was being interviewed by a newspaper one time, and the guy's got more charm in his little finger than anybody. Um, and there were two quotes that they took from him, and one was "Holy buckets," because <laughs> uh, yeah, for, yeah, he was anyway. He's like, yeah, the one quote they got said all these cool things about like urban development and like rejuvenating underserved neighborhoods, and the one quote they come out with is "Holy buckets." <laughs> um, how about taco? Tuesday. Mmm. Pizza. Yes. Where, where do you get taco Happy pizza? Joe's. Yes, right? Casey's. See, I've heard that, but I haven't had it. I haven't had Casey's. Free pizza. What? You, are, you haven't heard. What? Eat 10 pizzas, you get a free pizza. Oh, I have four kids. Yeah, right? <laughs> we go through 10 pizzas pretty quickly. Exactly. So I just signed up for the app. Is that where I keep track of it? Yep. Okay. I keep track of it for you. Okay, so I must be doing it. Okay. Kids. Two. Two. Well, you guys both thought of your own. That's cute. Okay, I thought you'd go right to your classroom, but your mom's first, right? Prayer. Service. Quiet time. Okay, cool. Uh, your grade level partner. Awesome. Amazing. Um, snow. Cold. Love it. So, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, Freddie can't, uh, he can't wait for snow. Cookie. Chocolate chip. Macadamia nut. Uh, reading. Fun. At nighttime. Mini fridge. Unplugged. Unplugged. <laughs> Our mini fridge is unplugged. Oh, just your, your mini fridge at home? Snacks. See, I was going to say stocked. Like, I don't even have a mini fridge, but if I did, it'd be stocked. <laughs> Ours is unplugged <laughs> because of derecho. Uh, holidays. Uh, family. Yeah, family get-togethers. And masks. Not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fun, creative. Yeah, because you make them, right? Yeah, I do. Give me that cool Hawkeye one that I got <laughs> to wear. Um, hope. Uh, never disappoints. Ah, for the, <laughs> for the win. That's our scripture theme this year, if you don't know. The pandemic goes away. Yeah, right. Um, just a couple more. Joy. Full. Christmas. And first grade. Which is awesome. <laughs> Challenging at times. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no kidding. I bet I'm, the, the amount of stories you two could probably tell just about from early childhood and kindergarten, first grade, just, oh my gosh, stuff that kids have gotten their hands into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, that, hey, that's it, man. Um, hopefully that didn't hurt, didn't hurt too much. Is there anything else that you want to say to our listeners? Maybe you have a kiddo or two. We do have some families who listen to this like as a family. <laughs> uh, anything you want to say to anybody before we sign off for the weekend? Have a great weekend. <laughs> See you Monday. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. God bless you.